Howdy, folks. Your attention, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello, and welcome to Discoveryland. My name is Victoria, and I will be your guide on this adventure through yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. As you approach Disneyland's Frontierland from the park's central hub, you are greeted by a pioneer entrance that has remained virtually unchanged since 1955. The fort-like entrance beckons you inwards, and you experience the American frontier of the 19th century. If you are lucky, perhaps you will hear the music of Farley the Fiddler as he performs nearby. Or maybe you will be swayed by the sound of gunfire as your fellow parkgoers play target practice at the shooting exposition. Or maybe you notice that the sun is at high noon and you become hungry for lunch. How about some Mexican food? Off to your right, nestled between the Shooting Exposition and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, is Rancho del Zocalo Restaurante. It's the place you can go to enjoy some enchiladas, a burrito, or carne asada. However, between 1982 and 1999, the restaurant was called Casa Mexicana. And before that, going all the way back to 1955, it was Casa de Fritos. <laughs> Although Casa de Fritos was a part of Frontierland from August 1955 to 1982, it was not always at its primary location. For two years, it resided within what is now part of the Riverbell Terrace, which borders Frontierland and Adventureland. At the time, the building was home to both Casa de Fritos and Aunt Jemima's Pancake House. Casa de Fritos was a counter-service location, and it was born out of a partnership between Disney and Frito, hence its name. It was the place to go to get your fix for Mexican food and snacks. Each meal, of course, came with a pack of Fritos corn chips. Thankfully, menus from Casa de Fritos have survived the decade since the mid-1950s and give us a glimpse into what early Disneyland visitors would have enjoyed at the location. Taco in a Talk Cup, 25 cents. Mexican rice, 25 cents. Tamales, 3 for 35 cents. Chili and beans, 35 cents. Frito chili pie, 55 cents. Frito tamale special, 75 cents. Mexican combination plate, $1. And enchiladas, 2 for 45 cents. One of the highlights of Casa de Fritos was the Frito Kid. The Frito Kid was Fritos' mascot from 1952 until 1957. He appeared on product packaging, advertisements, and even television commercials. He also appeared on merchandise. At Casa de Fritos, a Fritos vending machine stood just inside the entrance to the restaurant. 
However, this was not just any vending machine. No siree. This was a fairly elaborate diorama, which consisted of the Frito Kid, which was a lightly animated figure that would come to life when you dropped a nickel in the depository, a mountain in which his unseen partner Klondike was working to churn out Fritos, and a chute that the bag of Fritos would fall from as they glided down a slide to their hungry customer. The Frito Kid was about three to four feet tall with blonde hair, blue eyes, a cowboy hat, a green and white striped shirt, gloves, a holster, with two pistols, no less, a belt, jeans, and cowboy boots. His left hand was raised up high, holding a bag of Fritos. In his right hand, he held a small pick. When you dropped a nickel in the machine, the Frito Kid's eyes and tongue would move back and forth, and you would hear him talking with his friend Klondike up in the mountain. Hey, Klondike! More Fritos! The best corn chips made! The freshest, too! Crisp, salted, golden brown Fritos! Good anytime! Klondike would send forth a bag of Fritos, and then the whole thing would start all over once another nickel was dropped. The lines of dialogue for both characters were extensive, so it would take a while before you'd hear the same lines repeated. Someone else knows what's good. Another bag of Fritos, Klondike. Okay, coming right up. One bag of crisp salted Fritos. Hey, Klondike, how about digging another bag of Fritos? Here they come. Those delicious golden chips of corn. Old miner, 49er, pass those golden chips of corn. This is Klondike Dig and Fritos. Grab your Fritos. Here they come. In 1957, when Casa de Fritos moved to the other side of Frontierland, the Frito Kid followed. He was placed in a barn-style enclosure that was situated just outside the entrance to the restaurant. In his new home, the diorama was reworked. The Frito Kid was moved from the right of the chute to the left and the mountain itself, where Klondike hung out, was redesigned. It is unknown precisely when the Frito Kid was removed from Casa de Fritos, but it was likely around the time that Frito retired him and replaced him with their next mascot, Frito Bandito. And uh, an even greater mystery is what exactly happened to the figure itself. Perhaps he has just been lost to time and history, or maybe one day he will emerge from some hidden corner of somebody's garage or basement. Who knows? At its new location, Casa de Fritos has expanded and featured patio seating alongside and around the restaurant, just as the building still has today. A senorita with a basket of Fritos would stand near the door with samples. Adjacent to Casa de Fritos was Mineral Hall, an exhibit that guests could visit to see unique minerals lit under black light. They could purchase samples from Walt Disney's Mineral Land. Rocks and Minerals. Today, Mineral Hall is the checkout area and exit for Rancho del Zocalo. As with most shops and restaurants from Disneyland's early days, photos of Casa de Fritos are rare. After all, it was the rides and shows, as well as icons like Main Street USA and Sleeping Beauty Castle, that were the subject of most photographs. Trying to locate photos of the interior of Casa de Fritos in either its original or second location is practically impossible as of this recording, and photos of the Frito Kid are rare too. 
Thankfully, due to at least two photos that have made their way online, we know exactly where the Frito Kid once stood. If you want to find the first location today, you'll need to head over to the Riverbell Terrace. There are two false entrances that no longer provide access to the building, yet there are still doors there. They can be found along the wall that faces the patio for the restaurant. The left door would have been the entry to the original Casa de Fritos, and the Frito Kid would have stood right inside it. At the second location, where Rancho del Zocalo now is, there is a decorative fireplace to the left of the restaurant's main entrance. It is here in front of the entrance, just next to the fireplace, that the Frito Kid was located. For a visual reference, head on over to one of my favorite Disneyland history websites, ImaginaryDisney.com. I will include a link in the show notes that provides both former locations of the Frito Kid. As an added bonus, did you know that Doritos tortilla chips may have been invented at Disneyland? Although there is no official story documented by Frito-Lay, the company that manufactures Fritos and Doritos, it is said that a salesman from Alex Foods, which provided the tortillas served at Casa de Fritos, visited the location and saw that the cooks were tossing out stale tortillas. The salesman recommended that the cooks fry them in oil. Supposedly, the fried tortillas were popular with diners, and when Arch West, a Frito-Lay executive, visited the restaurant, he liked them so much that he went back to work and turned them into what we now know as Doritos. There's no place like Disneyland, and around every corner of the park is some hidden history waiting to be discovered. I hope you'll join me next time for another adventure into the vibrant history of the Magic Kingdom. I'd love to hear from you. You can write to Discoveryland by emailing discoverylandshow at yahoo.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at discoverylandshow and on Twitter at discoverylandvc. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Disneyland has now ended its normal operating day. We hope you've enjoyed your visit to the Magic Kingdom and that you'll be back with us again soon.